Howdy there, my fellow distanced fellows. This is Peyton Zignego here with COVID Operation to bring you your daily dose of cheer. Well, yet another week has begun, even though it really didn't feel like there was a weekend yet again. It's been weird, you know. It doesn't help that I have spent a good portion of my days napping, so really it doesn't feel like time is going, but also that it is going very fast, because, you know, you look at the clock and it's noon, and then all of a sudden it's five and you've just been asleep the whole time, but that's how it is, I guess. How it is in the zone, the auto zone. I was trying to think of something funny to say there, but nothing came to me, so auto zone it is. But anyway, it is Monday, so welcome back, and I welcome myself back into your ears. That sounds a little weird, but no, that's what I'm doing. I'm coming back into your ears and your life for the week. Got a lot of good stuff lined up for you this week, as per usual. I am always here with the good stuff. I've got a suitcase full of it, and I'm here to show you very slowly over the course of the week. I will start off by saying that this weekend was, though quick, a little unkind to me and my roommates back in Chicago because we're trying to figure out our housing situation for the upcoming semester, and man, are they not making it easy on us. There's lots of twists and turns, and technology doesn't work, and I think that they're doing it purposefully so that they don't have to do as much thinking and the websites don't have to do as much work, but it's a little rude, I will say, but it's just been a tad stressful considering the fact that we just really want to get our housing contracts signed for the third time. But that's just my gripe with the system and not necessarily anything that is going to affect you in any way aside from the fact that now I'm a bit tired and have been at this housing thing for quite a long time now. But ah well, here we are anyway. And I guess I'll survive. It's just I'm going to be a bit annoyed at the whole thing until we can get it figured out. But hopefully that'll be soon. You know, I'll keep you posted so that you know where I'm at in my career as a college student. Now, the one thing I will say that was nice and easy is I mentioned that I once again changed my major. So, you know, I just keep doing that because, you know, it's fun and I never know what I want to do with my life. But again, I'm just here to remind you that that is a-okay and things are maybe looking a little stressful right now if you're preparing to go to college or you're entering another year at college or even, hey, if you're trying to figure out high school or even middle school. It's not exactly an easy situation because no one knows what's going on. But, uh, you know, I think that there is something that could be a little bit beneficial. And that is learning some new information or perhaps picking up a new skill. Now, I have been meaning to, and by meaning to, I mean I keep looking at my juggling balls and thinking, golly, I should really pick that back up. I've been meaning to get back into juggling. Now, juggling was a required course in my comedy classes because allegedly it was to teach us about perseverance and not giving up even though things seem hard. But in my opinion, it was really just to make us feel like clowns and so that our professor had something to laugh at that wasn't our bad jokes. But he made us juggle. And it was only our class, of course, and no other professor made their kids juggle, so I don't know. But we had to juggle. So I went and bought juggling balls, very nice ones, because I thought that having $20 juggling balls would set me up for success. But there was a kid who had balloons filled with dried beans who was doing 10 times better than I was, and I don't know. But 
You know, I thought that if Bean Kid could do it, so could I. So I took my very nice juggling balls, premium juggling balls, if you will, and tried juggling. And the first time I did it, it was terrible. And I thought, you know what, I'll just keep at it. And then the 300th time I did it, I was terrible. And then we had a final, a juggling final. That's right, kiddos, juggling final. Totally failed it. I was standing in front of everyone in my class, just could not get a full juggle in there at all. But, you know, it was okay, because it wasn't about whether you could juggle, it was about whether you tried. And I was trying. I was trying very hard to not cry, essentially. (laughs) In the end, I wasn't any better than when I'd started, except for the fact that I could tell you what was supposed to happen and how it was supposed to go. You know, it's toss, catch, toss, catch, toss, catch, toss sort of thing. And it's actually not that hard in theory, But in practice, especially being someone like me who has zero hand-eye coordination, so I do not know why I thought I would be any good at juggling. But there were a few times when I got pretty good at it. And let me say, the feeling of success that I got when I juggled correctly, at least for one or two juggles, which is what I'd call a complete circle, it was astounding. It felt so good. It was like a high. And then I would immediately drop all of the balls because I could not do more than two juggles in a row. Yet here I am, sitting and looking at my juggling balls and thinking, I could do that again, maybe. I could pick juggling back up. I just feel like it'd be a good party skill to have. You know, I roll up to a party, I see three similarly sized objects, and boom, there I go, I'm juggling. Would this be very impressive? I'm not sure. I mean, if someone started juggling and I was there, I'd be very impressed because I can't juggle. So seeing someone who can is impressive, especially Bean Boy, who had his bags full of beans and there he went juggling. And I really hope he's still doing it because man, was that impressive when he was at it. Now, I will say that I told him he should fill them with refried beans and not dried beans, and I thought that that would be kind of funny, but apparently he didn't think the same thing, and that was a very awkward conversation because he was succeeding in juggling, and I was saying, haha, try refried beans, and uh, he looked at me, and he looked at my nice juggling balls, and then he just went back to his thing, and it hurt. It did. I'd like to get my juggling balls back out there and say, hey, look at this. I've got it now. Maybe one day. But what I'm trying to get at is that now is a good time as any to really get into a skill. Now, I will say that it's not exactly the easiest time to pick something up because it's a bit, you know, rough. And sometimes you just don't feel like doing anything. So instead of picking up a new skill, if you're not in the mood, I would definitely suggest perhaps picking up some new knowledge. I've been really into some documentaries and stuff recently. Just something to consume as a media, but also making me feel like I'm learning something. I used to do this in like, uh, I believe it was fourth grade, actually. I picked up the habit of watching, you know, Animal Planet documentaries and stuff when I was home from school for being sick for anything. And I bragged about it to my teachers naturally, of course, because I was a little teacher's pet and I probably still am, but that's besides the point. No, I would come up to my teachers after having been gone out of school for a day or two and say, you know what? I was learning. Animal Planet taught me things. Animal Planet did. And I would just go on and on about, you know, the Animal Planet Earth shows and whatever. And my teachers seemed really annoyed because they were like, cool, go play kickball. But no, here I was telling them about my lion shows and whatever. But No, I definitely think that it still holds true now. You can just pretend you're fourth grade me and pick up a documentary and, I don't know, watch it. 
Yeah, that's good advice, Peyton. Watch a documentary. But no, I just think that having something there to just sort of distract and also allow you to absorb some information, it doesn't have to be an animal documentary necessarily or even at all. I mean, I used to watch dinosaur documentaries. I don't know if documentary is the right phrasing for that, but like, you know, theorizing how the dinosaurs went extinct and really putting the meat back on the bones. There was one that we used to rent from the library a long time ago, continuously, and it was just like taking dinosaur bones and reconstructing them and sort of seeing what they would have looked like as a guesstimate. Now, I now currently would be upset with them because they didn't put feathers on the dinosaurs, and I maintain that dinosaurs should have feathers, but that is an argument for a different time and a different podcast. But I just remember watching it over and over and over again. And now, of course, I can't recall any of the information in it, except for like a couple weak visuals in my mind. But, you know, that's okay. At least for now, I think that it would be good to just have those to watch. Another interesting topic is, well, a little bit more on the dark fascination side is there's lots of serial killer documentaries coming out. Maybe not the happiest of topics to get you in a better mood, but certainly something to captivate your attention. I know, I believe the ID channel just published a whole, like, five-episode miniseries delving into different serial killers. So if you're interested, there is that. Now, I know that maybe it's not exactly the lightest of topics, but, you know, Animal Planet is definitely the place to go if you're looking for a more light topic just to sort of feel like you're learning something. I know I always come out of those feeling like I'm a regular everyday biologist by the time I've finished, you know, BBC's Earth or Oceans. I definitely like the ocean ones a lot because I like the fish or birds. I go for fish or birds. But I just think it gives you the satisfaction of knowing that you're doing something, you know? And at least it helps me feel like I'm not just wasting away and laying up in my bed staring at the ceiling, but I'm actually doing something with my life and getting an education. Now, are BBC Earth documentaries a real education? My scientist friends would probably say no. However, I am not a scientist, so I can say yes. I mean, they did play them in a ecology class I took one time, so I mean, college education, BBC Earth documentaries, pretty much the same thing in my eyes. I mean, at the very least, at the very least, if you want to side with my scientist friends, that's okay. But, you know, They can at least make you feel, for now, like you're going out there and learning stuff and really absorbing information. I mean, really all of this is just coming from personal experience, as is most of this podcast. But for me, it's really either I do nothing and then go to bed being like, wow, I didn't do anything. Or I watch a documentary or something and I feel like, you know what? Maybe I didn't do much, but I sure did learn something. And hey, that's a bonus. That's really all you can ask of yourself. Of course, don't push yourself because it is a tough time and it's a bit of a struggle to get things done. But hey, I consider it a win if I finish a documentary and learn something about fish or seals or birds. Again, you know, if you don't want to do that, maybe it's time to pick up an old hobby or maybe delve into a new skill. Personally, I've been getting back into sewing. Now, I've been sort of in an on and off relationship with sewing for a while, I will be honest, because sometimes I'm just sewing lots of things and sometimes I'm not because I don't want to. But it's actually quite fun, I will say, if you are interested in sewing. Start by making little doll clothes out of little scrap fabric. It's very fun. Uh, Maybe that's just because I like doll things, but I think it's quite entertaining and really kills a lot of time, to be honest. A surprising amount of time. 
I've also been meaning to get back into, you know, little plushy stuffed animal making. I just have to get over the last one I made, who he kind of looks like a horrific science experiment gone wrong, but he's very cute in his own way. Uh, It's a little mothman that I made. He's a little wonky. He's got a little dent on the side of his head that I don't know how that happened, but it's okay. You know, I learned something about making him. I learned that maybe I should be a little bit more careful with my pattern making and cutting, but you know, in the end, he turned out okay. But there's sort of my challenge for you for the week is if there's something you've been meaning to watch or listen to in the documentary or history side of things, do it. Or if there's a skill you've been looking at picking back up or a hobby or whatever it may be, there's something that you've been trying to get back into, but it's just been kind of hard, you know, which is totally understandable. But here's my challenge to you is just do a part of it or try to get a little bit of it done. I know it may seem like an impossible task, but I believe in you. And personally, I'm going to be doing the same thing. Maybe it'll be juggling. Maybe not. Haven't decided yet, but I'm going to try something new this week. I'll let you know what it is and when I do it. But that's what I think we should try to do this week. It's a new week and hey, you know how they say new year, new you? Well, new mid-year, new partial you. You know, just a little self-improvement. And, you know, if you can't really continue on with it past a couple of minutes, then, hey, you know what? At least you did it and you tried. And, hey, you know, that's honestly better than anything. So may we get some stuff done together. I'll keep you updated with what I decide to try and how it goes. And I hope that if you try something and you want to tell me about it or show me pictures or anything, I encourage you to email me at Peyton, P-U-I-T-O-N, at storyarcark.org. And if you have any questions you want me to answer in this upcoming week's episode of Ask Peyton on Friday, more than happy to accept those as well. Well, that is all I have for you today. So yet again, I certainly hope the two of us can try out some new skills together and pick up some old hobbies or new hobbies and see what happens. Let's make some magic happen together. (laughs) Well, that is everything I have for us today. So thank you very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. This has been COVID Operation. I've been Peyton Zignego. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow. Stay safe out there. Peyton and Tapioca, over and out.